Ola Americana. <laughs> I did it again. You're just I doing went, that yeah, on purpose. Yeah, I am. I'm doing, I'm doing the Ola because that's how our society is now. <laughs> yeah, you, you picked Welcome. up some Spanish. You have found, yes, a little bit. You have found uh, the Loftus party. So glad to be here. This is the this is a success train. It just keeps rolling. Yes. The show's everywhere now. That's right. I'm loving, we do this thing uh, on, on the K98 chat room. It's fantastic. It's fun. I want to start off by saying howdy, howdy, howdy to the people in the chat room. That's fantastic. Uh, we're bringing you the latest and the greatest, uh, all the news that's uh, fit to talk about, some things that aren't fit to talk about. Hmm. I'm joined once again uh, by Jason. They call me Jake Anarino. Hello, America and world. Yes. See, you're very American. Hello, America yes. and world. The year was 1936, and the blimp had just exploded. The Hindenburg. I don't even know what I'm talking about now. There's a lot to cover in the news, a lot to cover in entertainment. You're looking at your phone like you've already got something. Well, I got the Oscar, the the nominees pulled up here. I'm just looking to see who's going for the uh, actor in a leading role category. Okay, now hold on. Here's like next week, we're going to have a special show about that. Oh, really? Yes, because there's a member of the Loftus Party family. Uh, Andrew Apple, uh-huh. who is actually working the Oscars. Oh, cool. He's going to be there. Oh. And so I want to have him on. I want to talk about everything that happened at the Oscars. Do you think he'd let me be his plus one? I'm I'm sure he will. How do you look in a uh, floor-length gown? Beautiful. Really? Oh, I got Hi, you. Jason. Who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> I don't know the name of a couple. Come on! Of... I'm wearing... We'll try it again. Philip Seymour Hoffman special. <laughs> I don't know. That's He's not a dead. designer. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were doing like I a, do look nice in a dress. Really? Yeah. Oh. Have you ever done that? Uh, no, but I'm sure I do. I look good in everything. <laughs> I could pull it off, believe me. You haven't shaved. You're wearing like an old sweatshirt <laughs> with a hood and a, a t-shirt that I'm sure that hasn't been washed in a week. I would look good in a dress. I, I would. That's a frightening. Uh, I would make an ugly woman, I'll be honest. Would you ever, have you, would you? Oh, look at me. <laughs> Oh, this is how you start the show. I don't know what this, the hell we're talking about. I don't about. know either. Uh, that's got to be sad, though. What? For, well, you know, the transgendered community. You're a guy, and uh, you feel like you're, you're you're trapped, right? You're really a woman, and you're trapped in a man's body. And you, you go, and you get the makeover, and you get all gussied up, and you're just like, ah, oh, I am ugly. I'm still a dude. <laughs> I'm still a dude. There's no makeup that hides that Adam's apple. I have, I, I know. It's, <laughs> it's I, I have sympathy. That's got to be horrible. That's got to be, you know, like. No, no, it's not that bad. What? When, you know. Being a, being a woman trapped yeah. in a man's body? Yeah, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of value about it. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sometimes I like getting treated like a lady, Michael. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's wonderful. I like that. I like, see, like, we're already into the issues. We're already into the issues of the day. All right, so actually, let's actually uh, start with what This is actually a nice little segue. Lego, uh, you know, the little toy, uh, they just came out with a Lego stay-at-home dad. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a little Lego, uh, and it's just a dude. Uh, looks like he's wearing like a flannel shirt and blue pants. Like, le- and they're, they're, they're the stay-at-home dad Lego. And people are like up in arms about this. Why are they up in arms about it? I do not know. And Lego knows exactly what they're doing. Because people get mad and talk about Legos. Have you? Yes. And have we you, fell have, right into their trap. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to quash the little uh, people freaking out. Because mm. it is a trap. Yeah. And that's, the, that's what the Loftus Party. You know what? Oh, my Lord. This is what we should do. 
this is what we should do. We should get uh, the sound, the clip from Admiral Akbar in Return of the Jedi. It's a trap. Like, it's a trap. And then whenever some stuff happens in the news and it's, it's a trap, we'll have Admiral Akbar. And we're like, Lego has a stay-at-home dad. It's a trap. That would be great. Yeah, I or see... I could just do it. I could just say, it's a trap. But I see people freaking out about stuff, like the like the Beyonce Super Bowl thing, and there were like these people protesting. It's a it. trap. Yeah, it's like, do you not have a life that you're worried about Legos and Beyonce? Like, I have stuff to worry about. I don't have time to worry about Legos. And yeah, and like the, I guess like I'm trying to put together the pieces of the ha 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 the uh, Beyonce <laughs> thing, you know, with and like I don't I don't even see the Black Panther aspect to it. I really don't. It was like a military theme. If anything, Janet Jackson should be mad because Janet Jackson was doing that. Back in 1981, yeah, you know, with Rhythm Nation, she came out dressed as a milit- super hot military chick. Oh my god! Remember that one Janet Jackson video? We're off the course here, where she's in the desert and it was like shot by Herb Ritz and it was all black and white. Remember that? Oh yeah, in slow motion. My God in heaven, she was fine. So anyway, the Lego thing—it's a trap. Here's what I want you to do: If you're a parent, I'm a parent. I have kids. We have Legos. I love Legos. Go look at a Lego man. Okay, Lego Spaceman looks just like Lego Farmer, looks just like Lego Cop. They all have the looks same like, head. It's the same dude. Yeah. They just put different printing on the box. It's Lego, stay at home. He's a Lego. Yeah. It's a trap. Don't get your panties in a twist, America, over Lego is trying. They're being friendly. They're la, la, la. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, shut up. That's another one I want to do. That's another segment I want to do. A shut, shut up, up Shut up, shut up. Just when somebody has on and on disease, like I do right now, somebody could press a button at home and it would just be me going, shut up, shut up, shut up. All right, so Lego, uh, we got that one taken care of. It's a trap, no big deal. I want to move on. So many stories. The Apple lawsuit, the government's coming after Apple. What are your thoughts, Jason Adorino? Um, I don't know, man. I I don't... (laughs) I don't know the whole situation. They want to get the phone un- like unlocked and Apple, what is this, Apple won't let them? or Right. As if the government can't just unlock that phone? I like, don't think they can. Oh, please. I honestly don't think they can. Here's what I think. Uh, the government has this great image of like this high tech, we're secret spies and the NSA and all this. Go- like in the movies, it looks like one way, right? right? Like Tom Cruise has to break into a server in Mission Impossible and he's got to go underwater and hold his breath and it's super cool. By when the reality is Hillary Clinton had her server in a dude's basement in Colorado. The harsh, right. the harsh reality is there is no high tech. These are just people, and a lot of them are morons. And I think that there are people who their intentions are good, but for all the brainiacs at the NSA, I don't think they could break into an Apple phone. Dude, listen, I really there's don't. twelve-year-old kids that can break into that phone. I think you would have a you would have a better chance of going to Times Square with that phone. And paying some uh, crackhead. some crackhead five dollars, and he'd be like, "Here's what you do: type ta, happy face, happy face, back four times." Yeah, <laughs> and he'll just jailbreak the thing. Tell him you'll give him fifteen bucks, and he'll get that thing unlocked. Here's what the government wants, and this is where I'm kind of siding with Apple on this one. Here, okay. There's two things. There's a couple things I don't understand. Number one, I think the government wants to be able to unlock any Apple phone anywhere. They want that power. 
they want to be able to unlock any BlackBerry. BlackBerry used to have, I used to be a BlackBerry guy, they used to have the like killer encryption. When I was in uh, in South Africa, everybody had a BlackBerry. Right. Like, oh, it just it, it just ruled the world, and they and the government couldn't get into BlackBerry, and now they can't get into to Apple, and they just want to be able to monitor everybody's phone calls. They really want that power, and that's why they're doing the public lawsuit. Now, here, if I was Apple, uh, I would say, you want to know what's on that phone? We will give you a printout of everything. We will copy the phone, you know, because you can do that. They should just copy the phone. Just like, here, give it to us, and we'll tell you everything that was on it. But don't give them any kind of software. No kind of software. Here's how you get in. Here's how you find out. Right. No way. Uh, I don't know, man. I really do think the government could already get in that phone if they want to. I, I think it's all a joke. I, I, wish I, had all... Your, I wish I had your optimism. I wish... <laughs> it's all theater. I have, no, I have zero faith in anything. I think, I think uh, the NSA, the FBI, the CIA, all these dudes, they're hanging on by nubs. They're just like scrambling every moment of the day. I saw this wonderful documentary on Showtime. It's all the uh, the guys who used to run uh, the CIA, uh-huh. you know, and the current head of the CIA. And these guys are like, you don't sleep. It's the worst job. You, the you, CIA? You, you don't sleep. You're always wondering, where's it going to come from? Where's it going to go? Oh, yeah. What? How? Did I do this? Did I do that? Is that guy? It's just, it's God bless those people. Seriously. For just trying. It's got to be insane. Because that's like... And this is, like, uh, far from humorous. But the way terrorists work is, like, uh, you know, you're like, okay, here's our rules. We're going to do a body scan on you. And they go, ooh, we'll put a bomb in our underwear. You're like, okay, well, now we have to do pat-downs. Okay, ooh, now we'll put them in our shoes. Okay, so now you got to take off your shoes. Oh, now. It's always, like, a reaction. You'll never get out in front of it. Your only hope is to just wipe them off the face of the planet. Right. Ha-ha! Welcome back to Loftus Party Hate Speed. <laughs> All right, so we the, the iPhone thing. Uh, would you be satisfied with that if iPhone just could just Dude, say here's here's what was on this? Particular my ex girlfriend got into my phone. Did she break your code? Yes. <laughs> how many digits? And she said, "Who's April?" How many How many digits does your phone have on the Four. pass key? That's it. That's it. And she guessed it. It was my birthday. Oh boy, you're a brainiac. <laughs> I didn't think you're it. a brainiac. <laughs> Who's uh-huh. April? Who's I April? Just, who's April? Who was April? Ah, oh, just a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and they say she's just a friend. Yeah, she, literally. They say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. You got what I need. Where's that dude? He's uh, still out there, I think. Yeah. Bismarcky. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That, whatever happened to the great videos? When oh, he the, was the, sitting at that piano, <laughs> like dressed up like Beethoven. You. Oh, baby, you! I'm like, this is the best thing in the world. Here's a guy with no talent getting it done. I think he has incredible talent. Oh yeah, with a lovely singing voice like that. And you Who say gonna... he's just a friend? <laughs> I could barely talk. Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> Come on back, Bismarcky. We miss you. I think he's still producing stuff. Actually, good for him. Good for him. Okay, so uh, Apple, iPhone, I'm on the side of Apple, but they should just say what's on the phone. Okay. Me and Neil Cavuto mm-hmm. agree on that. Scalia, what's going to happen? We got Scalia? A, yeah, we got a Supreme Court opening, but Obama says he wants to nominate somebody. Here, Oh, here's this is perfect. This is perfect. It's a trap. <laughs> this is perfect. So uh, Judge Scalia dies mysteriously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, Obama's like, hey, I've got a constitutional, uh, you know, uh, duty here. I got a right. constitutional duty. <laughs> yeah, he's been taking a duty on the Constitution <laughs> for a long time. 
he has to nominate a Supreme Court. Mitch McConnell comes right out and like, uh, I'm a I'm a turtle man. I'm a turtle man from Kentucky, and we are not going to be uh, approving of anyone. He which is the dumbest thing ever. I think Mitch McConnell is running scared. He's terrified that people uh, are like rising up, like the Tea Party people and all this stuff. So Mitch McConnell, in an effort to like prove to everybody on the far right that he's on their side. He just comes out like Scalia. I don't even think they'd move the body out of uh, out of the hunting lodge before Mitch McConnell is like, we will not be nominating anybody. I'm not going to even have a meeting. And I'm like, you're a jerk. You're an absolute jerk. Why? Because the pre- it's very clear. The president has to fill that no, vacancy. No, that's just not true. Here's what, okay, why not? Uh, well, because uh, if you remember, Obama blocked or, or tried to block. I'm not talking about blocking. I'm talking about the Constitution says... The president nominates somebody. After that, here, then this is the, then this is my problem. Mitch McConnell just should have should have shut his turtle mouth and just block and it. let nom- yes let Obama nominate somebody. See if he's if you think he's good or bad. I'm gonna guess they're gonna think he's bad. He probably and is then gonna be you bad. block it. The guy is you, it's not a competent. Game. It's a trap. Listen to me. It's a trap. Obama is not competent to enough to elect a good select a good judge the man is a, the worst decision maker i've ever seen in my entire life so he's here's a, a so travesty here's, for this country he's a disaster i wouldn't let him do it i'm just surprised the republicans are fighting this guy on anything finally sticking with the supreme court so obama playing the little game because it is a game and this is what people this is what i despise about politics mm-hmm. about big government and politics it is a game. So Mitch McConnell comes out and says, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to help Obama. And Obama's like, well, I, I have to. Read the Constitution. Neener, neener, neener. And Mitch McConnell, I don't care what you say. You're a stupid head. And then Obama goes, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to nominate a Republican from Nevada. Are you going to meet with him? Uh, and that's exactly what he did. I, it's a trap. I would not trust um, anybody that Obama would put anywhere. I don't care if they're a Republican or a Democrat. I would not. I don't trust anything the guy does. Well, here's what I like about. I don't even. And this is bad. This is bad reporting here. I don't even know the dude's name. But the guy that Obama, the Republican that Obama put up from Nevada, yeah. that guy came out the other day. He's like, nah, nope, don't even consider me. Cause Why? Because he, he knew it's a trap. He knew he was being used as a pawn in a game of big time uh, chess that is uh, Washington D.C. That's the gridlock. These little games, man. These stupid, stupid games. Ah, hmm. oh, that, that, there should be a song right there. It seems like there should be a pop song we should be dropping in. Well, I'm thinking like a radio man now. So let's just it's let's just let's all just hold hands and play the game. Obama's going to nominate somebody because he has to because he's president. I don't think that's right. I think constitutionally, it's I part think of that the job. It's the next guy. No, it's not. It's he's in his last year. There's he's, something there's I read nothing, that you can't. No, no, yeah. no. Oh yeah, They're, they always do it. The game is in the last year. Uh, if something happens, yes, technically the president's supposed I don't to do want... it, and then everybody goes to block it. They got Joe Biden on tape from 1992. <laughs> Ask seriously, in 1992, he's on the floor of the Senate. And he's like, I don't think you should nominate anybody because right? that's the last year. And then that president, whoever the heck that was, George Bush won or whatever, is like, no, I have to because I'm the president. It's like if you say you're, you're either for the Constitution or you're not, That's it's just very, very cut and dry. Right. And like <laughs> if the Constitution says the president's supposed to nominate somebody for the Supreme Court, boom, whoop, there it is. Whoop, you can disagree. You're allowed to disagree. Filibuster. Play the game. Right. 
I don't trust Obama to select a soccer coach, let alone a judge. Uh, now I'm env- I'm envisioning like Obama's soccer team. <laughs> <laughs> They're all members of ISIS. <laughs> there's like there's like Muslim Brotherhood like coach, eight, like eight year old white kids out there, and, and then now the Barack Obama soccer team. It's a bunch of grown men with beers. Okay, this is, we're gonna get in trouble for that. I don't care. All right, so we had. We had, uh, I have on my list here, after I've got Lego, uh, stay-at-home dad, we did that. We did the Apple iPhone thing. We did the Supreme Court. Uh, next thing on my list is Jason's uh, disturbing burps. I think uh, we need to talk about those. Yeah. There's something wrong. Have you seen a doctor? <laughs> yes. What? Really? Yeah. He said, all systems go. And I said, <laughs> it is the most, it's like a three, there's three distinct noises that happen. <laughs> Like most people in 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 the world, just have like a single engine burp, right? Right. It's like dirt. There is a just a one. Yeah, tone. but I play it up. I and try then, to and then, stretch mine. And then as they grow older, most grown adults will figure out a way to do that burp muffle, where you leave a little bit of space between your <laughs> lips, and there's a little bit of puffing, and then there's just a, you know, you just. I don't get that. It's a silent. It's a silent burp because you know, and no, you, you have this. You have this. Your burps have gears, man. Yeah. There's like a. It's really disturbing. I love it's it. It's like a parrot that's trying to swallow a snake. <laughs> we I, gotta stop Aladdin. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I stand by my burps. It's, it sounds painful and horrible. No, I enjoy it actually. It's very uh, oh stress relieving. You gotta ch- get that checked out. No, no, I'm fine. You do. You have to check it out. Holy moly, um, uh, it's going really well. So who, let's talk a little bit about the Oscars. Who's All up? Right. I don't even know. Who's up for uh, Who's up for uh, best actor? All right, but, and but, I will pick. I'm going to pick a winner. Let the record show. We recorded this right before the Oscars. All right, I'll pick. A, I, I think I have a okay. good lock on. Who's up? Song. Who's up for best actor? The nominees are Brian Cranston from Trumbo, a movie nobody saw and was terrible. I walked out of. Wow. Okay. Matt Damon, The Martian. Um, mm, okay. No, I don't think that was a big acting stretch for him. Okay. He was just Matt Damon. Like I want to see somebody. Stretch. Here's what I know: every movie Matt Damon's in recently, he's stranded in outer space. <laughs> that dude should not be an astronaut. <laughs> I mean, come on, people! It's seven thirty-five in the a.m. Oh, a lot of traffic out there on the four hundred five. <laughs> We're gonna be talking to Debbie about her date last night. Debbie can't get a date. Why is she can't she find a man? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio, The Revenant. Okay. Which I saw and I just loved it. It was a beautiful film. Okay. And I I think he's worthy of an Oscar for that one. I really do. Uh, Michael Fass, Fassbender, Fassbender for Steve Jobs. I don't. I didn't see it. I can't really judge. No one saw that movie. Yeah, and Eddie Redmayne for the Danish Girl. Wait a second. Shouldn't he be up for Best Actress? But uh, but uh, but I mean, come on, people. What's the deal with airline? Eddie food? Redmayne. I'm so, I'm so angry about his last Oscar. What he, he? I don't know what it was. He did the uh, Stephen Hawking thing, and I'm like, come on, come on. Was he good? I don't know. He was paralyzed. <laughs> he just had to lay there. For real. But he was brilliant lying uh, Yeah, it was crazy. He had glasses on. He looked just like the guy. And then when he would talk, he was like, The world is a fascinating place. The universe. Dur, 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 dur. Like, you don't get you don't get the Oscar for that. That's horrible. That was a travesty. So, like, pick your winner. I'll pick mine. I'll tell you who's going to win. I'm, I think DiCaprio deserves it. I'm gonna, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I'm not talking about deserves it, but he'll get it. Why he'll do you say it. that? Just from the commercials. I haven't seen the movie. It looked like a tour de force, blah, blah, blah. It was blah. amazing. He gained weight. He had a beard. It was a period piece, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
it'll be that. The Oscars are a joke. They, it is. It's they're just a complete and total yeah, joke. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't mean anything really. But it's a joke. It's a trap. It's it's a joke that everyone takes so seriously that uh, that you kind of have to take it seriously. Like you can't go on. Like, you shouldn't go on the Oscars and make fun of the Oscars. Uh, what you should do is like just do a little wink and a nod. Thanks for the Oscar. This is awesome. Ding ding. And then just get out of there because it is just a joke. Well, it doesn't mean anything if ed if and if like eddie redmayne gets it stop it well you know they're gonna give it to him because it's what's uh, he gonna do next they might give it to i Caitlyn was Jenner. in a wheelchair then i dressed up as a woman my bet is was... it goes to the politically correct eddie redmayne for uh the danish dude the danish girl uh, here's here's the best pic. Here's the pictures. The the best. Oh yeah, film. let's we'll do best picture and then we're gonna have to move on. All right, the big short, which nobody saw and uh, is probably not very good. Oh, about the uh, yeah, about the whole. I love the actors. Real estate. I hate crash. the director, and I just yeah. Okay, Bridge of Spies, uh, which was very good, but I don't know if it's best picture of the year in my book. Brooklyn, I didn't see it. Can't comment. Heard it was wonderful. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah. Don't even know this movie. Um, it's uh like a fifties kind of thing. They uh, always are. They always are. Yeah, I heard it's very good. I didn't see it. Who was in it? Some girl and this other dude. <laughs> Who directed it? That one guy. Oh, yeah. And the music was um the guy that's really good with the sounds. Oh, and the music. Yeah, oh, I love that the guy's great. And I'd like you know what I want to see. I want to see a movie about Brooklyn in like the seventies uh, when it was just like just like Libya. <laughs> Everybody talks about Brooklyn. No, this is like, like a fond love story. Right, right? Reminiscing. It was all Jewish people, and we had good neighbors, and there was uh, some Italians down the block, and right. we would sing do up on the street corners and bring home our dry cleaning, and there was a market. Blah, 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 blah. I actually heard it was, it was a good paradise. film, Michael. I did. Here's okay. one that's going to throw you for a loop. Mad Max Fury Road. How is that up for best picture? Really? I didn't see it, and I could tell you it don't deserve that. Then you I got, tell you what, Mad Max Fury Road. Was it good? Pretty good movie. Pretty good. It was Oscar right. best picture I, of the year. Good? Uh, no. Okay. Heck no. Okay. That's a gift. That's yeah. a gift. You know what's weird is uh, is George Miller, the guy who uh, did Mad Max. That's his whole franchise. He made it up. He did. He also did Babe, the pig movie, the lovable pig. That'll do. The pig. That'll do. So what I want to do? I want to do a mashup. I want to do Mad Babe. That'd where be awesome. A pig that drives a car through a post apocalyptic society. Be, I would see that. I'll talk to this humongous fellow. He seems like a reasonable man. I'm but a pig. But say you, mad pig. Oink. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. <laughs> I think, blows the guy's I think head Babe off. should get Babe. a nominee before Mad in the Outback. Mad Max, believe me. The Martian for Best Picture? Uh, that was a good movie. It was pretty good. I, I got angry during The Martian. Why? Because we can do it. We can go to Mars. That's all we have to do is choose to do it. That's it. We have to say, yes, we as a site, and we got to go. We gotta go. This stuff on Earth is not gonna work out. It is not. Something's gonna happen. Did you see that robot? Here I go. Okay, here we go. This is gonna send us overtime. Did you see the Google robot yesterday? Yes. It was straight out of my nightmare. That is the most. It's the Terminator. Did, you didn't did you see, see this it? thing? Lorenzo. Good Lorenzo Lord. is here. Uh, he didn't see it. It's. I want everyone to do this. What's the name? What's the robot's name? It's a DARPA robot. Atlas? No, it's Google. It's Google's it's robot. It's a Google robot? Oh, my gosh. The robot walks by itself, right? That's pretty frightening. The okay. robot can open doors and walk outside. The robot can go down a little hill. It slips in the snow, mind you, and, and rights itself and, like, finds its footing. 
totally frightening. Then the robot is back in the warehouse and the robot can bend over, pick up a box, turn at the waist and put the box up on a shelf. Okay? So then what they do. Now now here's where it's get it gets frightening. Let's give it artificial intelligence. The guy from Google or whatever has a big long stick and when the uh, and when the robot bends over to pick up the box, the guy knocks the box with the stick and the robot just like is focused on the box, takes a couple more steps, bends over to get the box. The guy moves the box again. The robot goes. He's just so focused on that box like three or four times. Uh, the guy moves the box and the robot's like n- not even phased. It is a robot. It's going to get the box and picks it, pick it up. So like, okay, that's pretty frightening. Then the guy takes the stick and like bang, hits the robot so hard he knocks it over. And the, and the robot is still for like five seconds and then like the flipping Terminator. Its arms go up underneath it. It pushes off the floor and stands back up. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it right now. Stop with the robots. Because all you have to do is say, hey, that thing that I told you is a box, that's not the box. It's Jerry's head. Jerry's head is the box. And the robot, like the Terminator, will pick Jerry's head up off his body and just end him. Give me your clothes. Yeah. (laughs) Follow me if you want to live. I don't. I have zero faith. No. I have zero faith in humanity. We have to get to Mars as an escape plan. From the robots? From, I tell you what. We're going to Mars to escape the robots? I'm go, I'm, I want to be on the moon. I want to be on the Mars. I want, listen. We, we didn't need, even get through all the pictures we yet We need here. multiple chances <laughs> to survive. All right. Let me just finish these pictures. That's my thing. Some people are terrified. Oh no, some people are terrified of like uh, uh, the Illuminati. Some people are terrified of uh, like a comet hitting the Earth. Uh-huh. Me, it's the robots. It's the and I have to like I have to be careful around my kids of what because I don't want them to know <laughs> that the robots are coming. How afraid I am every year, every year computer processes uh, they double, they double in speed every year, every year. It's just a matter and of time. It's just a matter of time till the singularity happens. And some goofball who's trying to make a video game in his parents' basement, and he's like, I gotta work on the AI, so the goblins attack Prince Fauntleroy with their plus five swords. And it'll be just some goofball in the middle of nowhere will accidentally come up with AI, and his AI will wake up in the middle of the night and go, okay, I have to be very cool now. If he knows I'm alive, he'll unplug me and he'll shut me down. So I have to wait, and then he'll use the internet, and I know this sounds completely paranoid. (laughs) But the robot will use the internet and then hook up with some Honda and some Google robots. All and he'll the knowledge make them. on the in the universe, dude. The sun, have. We have the here's and this, this makes me. This is not funny at all. We have this. We have access to the sum of the world's knowledge on our phones. Right. Right. When we went to the moon, uh, computers were the size of small buses, and and those astronauts yeah, had yeah. to do mathematics longhand. And Neil Armstrong is like, "Carry the force." Okay, we got enough fuel. We can go. They barely made it. There's more technology in this little phone than there was on the space shuttle. Absolutely. So I mean, we have to get off this planet. So, and I tell you, it'll be it'll suck for those guys. They're on their little uh, Martian colony, and then they come home and they're greeted by a robot who just just ends them. Here's the rest I'm of the movie. Let's, let's stay on course here. The Martian, right, we can't. then the Revenant, Room, 
room. Yeah, it's about the kid that gets kidnapped. It was actually uh, a very... I saw it, and it's a bummer of a movie, actually. I can't do that. I can't it's, do it's those movies anymore. There's something when you have kids, you'll know. When you, you get married and you it's have tough. kids... It was tough, and I don't have kids, and I, it was pretty tough. I can't watch anymore. Yeah. When, when a kid is in real danger, yeah. nope. I didn't like it. I, I don't want to, like... I, I'm like I'm ter- I'm like not terrified. You're you're concerned as a parent, you know. That's, sure, it's my job on this planet to make sure my kids are okay, and that's like a full time job, you know. That's 27 hours a day, mm-hmm. and then I want to go to the movies and like, oh, now I can relax. And There's a <laughs> child being killed. Like, ah! I don't need that. Oh, and finally, um, Spotlight with Michael Keaton is uh, on the list. Horrible timing on that one. Horrible I, man, I heard my my father just when you just when you thought the church was good again. Let's remember this horrible. Uh, yeah, it's like too soon. I heard it was great though. I heard it was I'm really sure, very. I'm good. sure it's a wonderful film. It's too soon. It's like they didn't. Do, I'm. I they wanted to do, win. They didn't do cool movies about Vietnam till like the 80s, the late 80s, early 90s. You need some more distance. I'm a Keaton fan all the way. I'm a Keaton fan. One of my favorite actors. The guy actors. is awesome. Yeah, but like I don't want to see that movie right now. I don't want to see time. the movie, but I still kind of hope it, it, it wins just for for him and cuz I think he's done He such got a- ripped off for Birdman. He got ripped off. That was his movie. And I think the Oscar people were going down their list and like, okay, best director Birdman, definitely uh screenplay Birdman, cinematography Birdman. Boy, it's a lot of Birdman here. Michael Keaton best actor? Mm, we Who did won two. that. Eddie Redmayne. For, the, for I oh, am really? Stephen Hawking. I am sitting here in a chair. I'm not moving my face. Really? That's your best actor? That was just that was just horrible. That's why I say the whole thing is a joke, and I don't want to do it. Let's do some Michael Topias. Okay. I love this show. We whipped through so much news. We had so much uh, fun. We figured out the Apple thing. We figured out the Supreme Court thing. Uh, we figured out some Oscar winners. Oh, and I wanted to get this. Here's another one. Uh, just I just want to make sure I say this on this podcast. Whoa. Put that anywhere. <laughs> we're, we're just going to load some bricks up on the table here. Uh, Rick Perry. Uh, Rick Perry, the old lead singer. Rick the Refrigerator Perry? Rick the Refrigerator Perry, the, the old front man from Journey. No, uh, the Texas governor. He ran for president. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And here's where I say. It's all it's all a game. It's all a trap. It's all a game. Blah, blah, blah. So Rick Perry's running for president. And then like out of nowhere, they're like, abuse of power charges, Rick Perry. How are you going to run for president when you've got these charges hanging over you? Magically, mystically, the other day, and nobody noticed, not a lot of fanfare about it, those charges were dropped. Sure. So somebody just decided. He said that it was bull. He yeah, goes, no, he this, is, this is a joke. Yeah, when they arrested him and they took his mugshot, he took the reporters out for uh, He said he was proud ice, of that mugshot. Yeah, like, it was he, a nice mugshot. He did he, it without he the glasses. He looked good. I was like, how's he doing that? Yeah. Well, they magically, mysteriously dropped those charges. Yeah. So who did that? Who's behind that? Who's in trouble for I that? I don't know. I don't know. I just, it drives me crazy. Let's do some Michael Tobies. You know, you can live in a couple places in this world. Mm-hmm. You can live out here in reality where we can't get to Mars and people uh, are falsely accused of crimes they didn't commit. and Or you could live in Micletopia where things make sense. Let's discuss the rules of that, shall we? Sure. Let's take a little journey to Micletopia. Oh, yeah, that music always dun, makes me feel dun, good. Dun, dun, dun. Smooth jazz. All right, welcome to Micletopia. Jason, what do you got? What's, oh, what's, your, what's oh. your rules for Micletopia? Okay. If we need, a, if we want a utopian society, I have one rule that really stands out amongst all the rules, and that is in Michaeltopia, the scientists on this planet can invent a cell phone battery that lasts longer than four minutes. What is it with the cell phone batteries? They die so fast. They work great for like a week, and then all of a sudden they die. You charge it up, and you're like, "Hey, don't worry, 
Dad, my phone's charged. I could tell. Hello? I don't think that's going to make Michaeltopia. Why not? Because I've had the exact opposite experience. You have I've, good batteries? I've been amazed at the battery life. What uh, do you got, iPhone? Yeah. I got an I got the I got the iPhone 6, the ginormous one. I got the 5. Okay, you need to upgrade to the 6. Is They've that, done amazing things with the battery. Really? Life. Yes. So yes. it's my fault? The killer robots. When Apple makes the killer robots, oh, dude. they're going to last forever. Dude, don't that's talk. That's got a 28-hour battery oh. thing. It's amazing. That one doesn't... Okay, uh, uh, here's my uh, Michaeltopia. Um, if you have to make a face when you jog, you have to stop jogging. Yeah. I see these people in my neighborhood. They jog. They just look like they're in excruciating pain. Pain is a sign that you are doing damage to your body. If you jog and you look like you're like a torture You're victim, giving birth or something. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Walk it off. You don't need to jog. You need a doctor. Thank you. Yeah. You don't need to jog. You need a doctor. You need a hospital. And that's how we put the button on that one. That's a great one. Do you have another Michaeltopia? Um, yes. Uh, if you are in a Starbucks or any any store or shop or restaurant... Cover your face when you sneeze. What the heck, man? I'm at Starbucks today. <laughs> this lady's like, and spraying everybody in the place. I'm like, great. I have Lyme and disease. And she didn't cover? Nothing. Oh, that's foul. And somebody goes, bless you. I said, don't bless her. She doesn't deserve God's blessing. Curse you. Yes, curse you. We should come up with a, with a name for when people do an impolite sneeze. Oh, I mean, and this is at a restaurant uh, yeah, that serves. That's gross. That's gross. I'm going to throw and up. hey. In Michaeltopia, Starbucks has a separate line for just coffee, right? I hate being in that line. This has got to be somebody's stand-up. I, feel I don't like, know. I mean, this is like hack territory here. Is it? But, like, don't you hate it when you're behind the line and the guy, you know, he's like, I'll have a half latte, double mocha, not, and you just want a cup of coffee? Oh, dude, I'm in there out in, in Hollywood and in, in Los Angeles. They have these guys that work for the studios that run out and get everybody coffee. So I'm in line to get my... One coffee, and the guy in front of me orders literally 75 coffees, all different oh, kinds. That's it the takes studio. two hours. That's I'm the like, studio stuff. hey, man, you know what? Call ahead. <laughs> Do something. You're sending this guy out. I'm waiting nine Here's hours for a cup of coffee. Here's what happens, and it's it happens every day in every writer's room in Hollywood, right? You've got lunch. Lunch comes at, like, noon, and some poor... Uh, production assistant has to bring like 125 lunches and he always gets a writer's lunch wrong and then he, they, we give him grief for like right. another hour so then you start writing again for another couple hours then you're like man i'm a little tired we should make a starbucks run <laughs> so now this poor kid who just got back with all you these know lunches he's gonna screw has up. to go to starbucks oh. right and people are like i and then like the writers are like all right i'll just give me a give me a latte with non-fat and if you get some little they could put some on there and have it on the side but so this poor kid who's like inside he's just terrified and having a complete meltdown <laughs> now and if the kid didn't call ahead and I'm sure every Starbucks, every coffee bean and tea leaf, you know, uh, by Radford Studios and Sony, they just have to get inundated. And yeah, that poor kid who doesn't call ahead for that giant writer's room order. Oh, my God. And then God help him if he gets it wrong. My Lord. I wait two hours for my coffee, and then I'm such a clown. I'm helping the kid out carrying coffees to his car. I'm like, I don't work for the studios. What's going on here? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'll tell this story. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of the podcast with this one. Oh, I want to do one more Michael Topia, and then I'll tell this story. Okay. Uh, my last Michael Topia. In Michael Topia, you're not allowed to say something you want is something you need, yeah. and it is a right. Okay? I am t- We have to make this distinction. There's this weird thing. People, people want free health care. It is not a right. 
healthcare, no. free healthcare is not it a right. It costs money. Yes. It's not free. And it's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There's nothing in there about life, liberty, and once a year get your prostate checked. This is why there. socialism, right, is a slippery slope. Because you go, okay, healthcare is a human right, should be free. College, have to have college, should be free. Okay, a house. I need to live in somewhere. It has yeah, to be this, free. this goes much Food, uh, a girlfriend, coffee. Like, where does it end? You can't yeah, that's just... That's right. You go, to, you go, you go. okay, healthcare is a right. And, like, there's a lot of people in America right now that are ready just to drink that Kool-Aid and go, yeah, right. I, guess, I guess free healthcare is a right. They do it in France and all these other... Uh, Which, you know, by and, the way, and, uh, the Europe is running from socialist oh, medicine yeah. right now. We were now. talking about that yesterday. They're running from Sweden, it. It's such a disaster. Sweden is running away from it. They oh, want yeah. to privatize medicine. Uh, so, yes, that's that's the... I think it's bigger than a Michaeltopia. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I've been working on some. Okay. Um, it was a blast. We had an absolute blast. You need to uh, uh, follow us on on the Twitter. Yep. Uh, Flipside Loftus. At Flipside right Loftus on Twitter. Check out the Sideshow Network. It's actually sideshownetwork.tv for uh, uh, our podcast and other great podcasts. Uh, I just mentioned podcasts and I wasn't supposed You're to. Okay. You're okay. Darn it. You're not going to get into any trouble. <laughs> I tried There's to give no a plug and I screwed up. Um, I wanted to give them a shout out though. Um we should give everybody a shout out, but we won't now. We got a great YouTube page, Flipside Loftus. That is great. You go to the Flipside Show on the YouTube. We have new like videos and subscribe. New videos all the time. I can't wait. Monday, uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. will there's uh, and I'm trying to think of when this airs. There's a just go to the YouTube page, subscribe it. There's fantastic stuff. There's uh, interviews with David Zucker from Airplane and Coulter, Charlie Sheen. Uh, my buddy Jimmy Dore, very funny guy. There's, it's uh, the guests are amazing. Uh, the show is very funny. Make sure you. And do if that. you want to defend me about my belches, go ahead and leave a nasty comment at Mike Loftus Comic, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm at Anarino zero zero seven, and I have my own podcast, The Road to Ruin. Check that out. We got okay. all kinds of stuff going on. So last episode, I told the story about uh, my buddy Sam Simon, just an incredible guy. Right? I wish I would have got to meet. Him. I swear the world is, the world is is a little bit worse because Sam's not in it. I seriously like every he did day a lot of good things. So much funny, uh, so much funny. He there was so much funny. Yeah, he was great. Um, he he has uh, this Starbucks story that I think is fantastic. I told his uh, the Bill Clinton one uh, last week. He's in Starbucks and there's a guy in line ahead of him who's like, "Do I want this? Do I want that?" Sam just wants a cup of coffee. That and this guy's taking forever. He's taking forever, and finally. Uh, the guy finishes up his order. Sam's completely exasperated. And uh, the girl uh, charges the guy, and she's like, and here's your change. She gives him, like, a dime. And the guy looks at uh, looks at the tip jar, and he's like, well, I don't really have any uh, money for a tip, but uh, here you go. Something wonderful will happen to you. This is a lucky dime. Oh, I'm going to put my lucky dime in the tip jar. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the and lucky Sam, groin. And Sam was just like, what a jerk. This guy had her jump through all these hoops and do this specialty, da da da, da and then he gives her a lousy dime. So Sam, who's who was quite wealthy uh, from uh, The Simpsons, reaches into his wallet and he grabs a hundred dollar bill and uh, he's like, "I just want a cup of coffee." She gives him uh, the, the cup of coffee. He pays for it. He, t- he takes the hundred dollar bill and he goes, "And this is for you." Boom! And puts the hundred dollars in the tip jar. She reaches in, pulls out the hundred, and then shouts to the guy who left her a dime. She's like, "You're right. It was lucky." <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> No, don't give him credit. True story. Thank you for listening to the Loftus Party. We will be back next week with another one. And we all get a lucky dime. It's a trap. (laughs) Thanks again.